13th chapter of the book of Numbers and the 21st chapter of the book of Numbers. Don't get nervous. I'm not reading the whole, the whole chapter. Stick your finger in the 21st chapter. We're going to begin in chapter 13, verse number 17. If you found that, will you say amen? Amen. The Bible is very clear. It says what it means and means what it says. The Bible teaches and says in verse 17, And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, Get you up this way southward and go up into the land, into the mountain and see the land what it is. And the people that dwelleth therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many, and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that they dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether it be wood therein or not, and be ye of good courage, and bring of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first strike grapes. So they went up and searched the land from the wilderness of Zin unto Rahab as men come to Hamath. Now jump with me if you would down to verse number 26. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and shewed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. What is the fruit, preacher? Well, there was a great cluster of grapes that they cut down. Thank God and brought back. In verse 28, Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites, Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Isn't that what Brother Ricky taught this morning? Yeah. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land 
through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up with the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of a great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. Chapter 21. And verse one verse of scripture there. Verse number four. And they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Edom. Here's our text. And the soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way. You can be seated. Father, good God in heaven, Lord, as we humbly bow in thy presence this hour, Father, we need you more than we've ever needed you before. Father, we ask you this morning to hide your preacher in the cleft of the rock. Cover me there with thy hand while your glory passeth by. Lord, I pray this morning you'd cleanse our minds and empty us of self and fill us with your spirit. I pray today, dear God, that you'd remove every hindrance this morning. God, I pray this morning that you'd touch my body and help my body to fully be in your control. Help me this morning to say what you'd have me to say and help me not to say that which you would have me not to say. But Lord, help me this morning to preach the word of God. Father, I need you and I'm depending on you wholly this day. Father, I pray this morning you would encourage the children of God. I pray this morning specifically for the one that's discouraged, depressed, and disheartened. Father, I pray this morning that you would help them to recognize you're better than bounty. Lord, you're the better picker-upper. Lord, I pray this morning that you would reveal unto all of those that are listening that you are our burden-bearer. Lord, you are our way-maker. Lord, you are our need-meter. Lord, you are our all-sufficient Savior. And we ask you this morning to have your way and inhabit every word spoken. Lord, I pray you'd save the soul that sinned. God, I pray you'd encourage the child of God. Help us, Lord, to do thy will. We love you and thank you. And God, I need you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This morning, if we can, we'd like to re-preach this message entitled, A Devil Called Discouragement. Have you ever seen a sports team that uh, was underranked. Uh, have you ever seen a sports team? Let me explain what I mean. I've seen sports teams that are uh, not, the odds are not in their favor. I've seen sports teams that are playing a team that is twice as good as they are, yet I've seen the underdog. You ever seen the underdog win against a team that is ranked and highly favored? Preacher, why are you telling us that? I've seen teams that have been so highly ranked and they had it in their mind that they were just going to waltz in and they were just going to, wouldn't have to put forth any effort, but the, the game would be over like that. But can I tell you this morning that had the battle is up here in our mind this morning, <clears throat> 
Same with life this morning. Can I tell you this morning that when a person gets discouraged, uh, it seems like we don't have any wind in our sails. You understand what I'm preaching this morning? It seems like uh, we don't have any wind in our sails. It seems like that we don't have any drive to keep going. We don't have uh, any strength to be able to make it. We've been through so much. Our hearts are disheartened. Uh, our minds are discouraged. Uh, our spirits are depressed. Uh, and it seems like, well, preacher, I want to be better than I am. Uh, preacher, I want to be able to do what I need to do. But just to be honest with you, preacher, I don't know that I can go on another mile. Uh, can I tell you this morning that Jesus said uh, that if a man compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Uh, can I tell you this morning that the devil, uh, you ever heard the story about the devil having a yard set? What do you mean by that creature? Uh, the devil had a yard sale and he had several tools of his trade there uh, on the table for sale. Uh, one of them was adultery. Uh, and can I tell you this morning that everything that I'm going to share with you uh, that the devil used is a sin, no doubt. Uh, honey, but the devil will work through an adulterous spirit. Uh, the devil will come uh, and say, well, doesn't she look pretty? Uh, or doesn't he look pretty? And the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, uh, and the pride of the life is Brother Ricky taught this morning. And can I tell you this morning that an adulterer, honey, will be able to fall, no doubt, but the devil will also use the tool of lying. The devil will convince you, well, don't let anybody know what you're doing because it's wrong, and that's when you know that it's a sin because the devil's got you done slid in with you, and before long, he's riding in your car, before long, he wants to drive, and before long, the devil will say, I'll use this uh, uh, tool of thievery. Uh, and before long, you know, the Bible teaches in John 10, the thief cometh not but for to steal, uh, to kill, uh, and to destroy. And before long, the devil's used adultery. Uh, he's used fornication. Uh, the devil has used maybe anger. Uh, as Brother Mike testified this morning, you know, the Bible teaches to anger uh, and sin not. Uh, can I tell you this morning that the devil will use that anger uh, in order to provoke you to do something uh, that you know that is wrong? Uh, hey, is anybody listening to what I'm telling you this morning? Uh, I'm just living in the real world, okay? Uh, I know the devil is real. Uh, I know the devil wants to discourage you uh, and he wants to discourage me. Uh, oh, but can I tell you this morning that there's one more tool? Uh, it's not the wedge of division, uh, although that is a tool that the devil will use. Uh, He'll split a church. He'll split a marriage. He'll split a relationship between a child and the parent. Honey, but can I tell you this morning that one of the tools that the devil will use is the tool of discouragement. See, if he can take the wind out of your sails before long, you don't think it's needful to come to the house of God. If he can use the tool of discouragement before long, we don't need to read the word of God. Before long, you'll take the attitude. I don't think I can go on. I feel like giving up. I feel like throwing in the towel because we're so discouraged. Yet I've seen sports teams go in at halftime. They've been defeated in the first half. And the coach has given them a lecture. The coach has given them a speech and inspired them. And they come out in the second half. And absolutely they 
turn the tables. Can I tell you this morning, child of God, the devil came to discourage you. The devil came to divide you. And the devil came to get you depressed and disheartened. Oh, but can I tell you, we can be more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Can I tell you this morning that we can do all things through Christ? Listen to me this morning. You realize this morning that discouragement is a tool that the devil uses. You realize this morning the Bible teaches that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. In myself, I'm a failure. But in Christ, I'm successful. Did you hear what I said? In myself, I am a failure. But in Christ, I am successful. So the devil slides in and say, you're just a no good for nothing. You're right. Devil, I am a no good for nothing. But there's one that died on the cross of Calvary. There's one that hung between heaven and earth. There's one that laid down his life. Honey, there's one that said, by my stripes, thou art healed. There's one that shed his blood so that we could be overcomers. There's one that they laid in the tomb that day. Thank you, Brother Roger. There's one that they laid in the tomb and rolled the stone and covered it up. There's one that, thank God, the angel of the Lord showed up on that third day morning and rolled away the stone. Not so he could get out, but so we could look in. Honey, there's one this morning. Honey, for 40 days, who walked around upon the face of the earth, seen of Bethesda, seen of over 500 at one time. He came to the seashore one day. Bless God, I feel preaching. He came to the seashore one day and said unto them, Had ye any meat? And his disciples, honey, that had forsook him. Honey, these disciples, Honey, they questioned, well, why would he go away? Honey, they were out there. They turned back to the roadway. And one of the disciples told Jesus, oh, Simon Peter, he said, it is the Lord. Oh, Simon Peter covered his neck and us up. And the Bible teaches, oh, Simon Peter, honey, they, he, he jumped into the water. He swam to the shore. Thank God, listen. Honey, when they were in their backslidden condition, when they turned their back on the Lord, you know what the Lord did? He called them back. Hey, can I tell you this morning, honey, when they got to the shore, honey, they found the fire, honey, that the Lord prepared for them, and there were some fishes, honey, thank God that were being cooked for them. Can I tell you this morning, when you feel like you can't go on another mile, he'll provide the way, he'll provide the way, he'll provide the way, because he is our God, the author, and the finisher of our faith, he is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. You realize this morning, I can't make it through this life on my own, but I can make it through him. Hey, thank God today, when I'm discouraged, he comes along and he encourages us. It ain't time to give up. It ain't time to quit. God is worthy of our worship unto him. You realize this morning that the devil is called discouragement. You know what the devil wants? The devil, the Bible teaches, thank you, Lord. The Bible teaches in the book of Revelation that he is called the accuser of the brethren. 
You know what the word devil means? It means accuser. You know what he's doing right now? He's accusing you. He's saying, Jesus, they're a sinner. She's an adulterer. He's an adulterer. Right now, Jesus, he's a thief. He's a whoremonger. Right now. Oh, but can I tell you this? Honey, Jesus will stand up on the right hand of the Father and says they're not anymore. What are you saying? Therefore, many man. Be in Christ. He is a new creature. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things become new. What are you saying today, preacher? I'm saying this morning, you take somebody, honey, that just feels like giving up, and they won't make it. Oh, but you listen. You hear me, you hear me well. Honey, whenever a fresh bread from heaven shows up and says, I will be thy God. I will be thy God. I will lead thee. I will direct thee. When we were discouraged, ready to quit, ready to throw in the towel, thank God, and in the great glorious coach in heaven, he whispers in your ear and says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Can I tell you this morning, there ain't nothing knowing, honey, like that Jesus is able to get us through the day. But listen to me, if you're discouraged, he's able to encourage. If you're depressed, he's able able to lift you up. You understand this morning, if you're ready to throw in the towel, he's ready to give you a second wind. He's ready to give you a cup of fresh oil. You realize this morning, honey, the devil uses every tool, honey, to be able to come at you. The devil uses every tool to try to shut the doors of the church. The devil uses every tool, honey, to try to take the church to go out of business. Can I clear me off this pot and tell you today, the church ain't going out of business. We're in church and we're worshiping and we're giving glory to God. Jesus said, upon this rock shall I build my church and the gates of hell shall I prevail. I might get hit. I might get taken down. But there is one that's able to help me through the day. You realize this morning that there is a devil called discouragement. Yes. You ever worked in a workplace that had you so oppressed? Yeah. <laughs> you ever lived in a community that there was partying all the time and loud music all the time and it just absolutely drive you insane? Well, what are you saying, preacher? See, those are just a couple of examples. How the devil will get you discouraged. I had a preacher one time, I'll not tell you his name, told me one time, he said, yeah, he said there was a time me and so and so were almost about to get a divorce. And I just looked, because I'm telling you, it just caught me off guard. You know, looking from the outside, everything looks like it's all roses and lilies and Amen. See, I'm not living where they're living. I don't know what they're going through. But then he made the statement that God got involved. You realize that's the difference? 
See, we'll try to row our boat and get through this life. And we'll try to just do the best that we can do on our own. But if we don't put Jesus in Amen. the boat. Yeah. Amen. When the winds are blowing, boy, what are you saying? Remember those disciples, they were out on the sea of Galilee. Thank you, Lord. And the Bible teaches that the wind picked up and the, we, the waves were uh, tumultuous and Thank God Jesus was asleep in the hinder part of the ship. You remember what those men did. They didn't stay up there and bail the water out. You know what they did? They went and woke the master. You know what Jesus did? He got up. Thank God I'm glad whenever my cry makes Jesus get up. You know what Jesus did? He came and said three words. Peace be still. And the Bible teaches the waves. Thank God smoothed out. I believe that water, Brother Rodney, I believe it was a glassy finish. I don't believe there was a ripple. Amen. Why, preacher? Because when God does something, he does it right. You understand this morning, honey, the waves, they ceased. The wind stopped blowing. And those that were on board, they were amazed. And they said, what matter of man is this? That even the winds and the seas obey. Can I tell you what this is? This is Jesus. This is the one. Honey, that was from the beginning all the way to the everlasting. Can I tell you this morning? He always has been and he always will be. He's not the great I used to be. He's not the great I'm going to be. He is the great I am today. The devil called Discouragement. I'm going to give you three things. I'm going to sit down and get out of the way. Let me tell you this this morning. A discouraged spirit, and I want you to listen to me. If you haven't heard anything else I've said this morning, a discouraged spirit breeds a negative outlook. And I'll be honest with you, I don't like being around negative people. A negative outlook provokes a sinful action. And a sinful action produces death. See, the Bible teaches the wages of death are sin, but the gift of God is eternal life 